Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, today's episode is going to be out of Psalm 9, and while in past episodes I've been able to find a parable or or some sort of tie-in from Proverbs and other things into the greater or bigger topic for the week, this psalm is just frankly a, a good devotional. And in a week where we're talking and focusing heavily on spiritual evil, I think a devotional psalm is the perfect fit for for a week like this. And so in Psalm 9, I'm going to just ask you to maybe pause if you can and go ahead and read through that psalm now. And uh, I'm just going to continue on assuming that you have read the psalm through. As an overview, this psalm, in, in my opinion, is basically a reminder of three things, uh, something past, something present, and something future. The past point is that the Lord has always kept his word. Uh, The present reminder is that the Lord is good. And the future reminder is that the Lord will right every wrong and overturn every injustice. So as as an overview, that's sort of what we have laid out in front of us. But let's look a little bit more closely at each one of these. So starting in verse 1, we see that we can always find something to thank God for. And when you and I are struggling, maybe with doubt, that we, like David, can and should recount and remember all that God has already done for us. And I think that's one of the big focuses right out of the gate with this psalm is that God has already been good to me. I don't need uh, God to be good to me now in order to know that he can be trusted and that he is good because he's already been so good to me and so generous to me in so many ways. And, and it's an overused cliche, I think, but it, it is absolutely true that if God did nothing else for you and me except send Jesus, that would be enough to worship and praise him forever, for all of eternity because that alone is amazing. But the reality is that God has also given you and me so much more in terms of blessings and uh, just earthly benefit and surrounding us, whether it's with health, uh, if we happen to to find ourselves with that uh, blessing or friends or family or a church family or even uh, material blessings for some of us, especially those of us who live in, uh, in, in the U.S. There's just so many things that we can and should be thankful for. And we should remember that everything that we do have comes from God. That uh, God could, could choose to take those blessings away from us at any given time. And that applies not only to our our uh, our wealth, our material possessions, but also all the intangible blessings we have, our friends, our family, that we have what we have because God has chosen to bless us with it. And so we can look at all of these things and, and whenever we are 
struggling. We should always recall and recount these blessings and, and hopefully it will give and reorient our heart with into a place of gratitude and humility that God has already done so much for me that, and, and as David says in the Psalm, if we look at verse three, God has already given me protection. He's already protected me in the past. I'm sure you and I can all think of times where God has protected us. He has vindicated us in verse four. There have been times in my life where people have tried to speak ill of me or spread rumors about me. And, and very th- thankfully, there were people around me who knew me better than that, that uh, they just laughed when they heard this. They said, that's not, there's no way that that's true. And God used those people to help vindicate me when uh when it may not have been the case. And so God has, in a way, protected me in that way. Or uh, God's provision, verses 9 and 10. God provides for our needs. As Jesus teaches in the New Testament, that God knows every need that you and I have. And so uh, it is his will and his pleasure to provide for our needs. Not necessarily our wants, but but our needs. And so we can always thank God for something. And so we should always thank God for something. In verse 10, we see a little bit of a shift toward this other point, this that the Lord is good. And this idea that we can always rest in this fact that our God is good and that he never changes. So if he was good and he is good, we can trust that he will always be good. He will always save those who cry out to him, as we see in verse 10. And he will always remember those in their need, in their time of need, as we see in verse 12. God is good. And when you and I cry out to God, he hears us. That's an encouragement that I think so many of us can use, especially in these times in which we find ourselves, that No matter where you are, no matter what you're experiencing, no matter how difficult your circumstances or the trials that you might be facing, God hears when you call out to him. So call out to the Lord because he will save, he will hear, and he desires to provide for our needs uh, as we ask him to. And then lastly, we'll move a few verses backwards into verse 8 to look at sort of the the key verse for this last point, that the Lord will right every wrong and overturn every injustice, that we can take comfort that all evil will be judged and that the wicked will get away with precisely nothing in the end. Uh, And we see this talked about over and over again in verses 15, really through 20, the end of the psalm, that there is so much evil and pride and arrogance in the world today among leaders, among uh, celebrities, among people that are sort of the face of, of different things in our world. And honestly, I don't know about you, but it just bothers me to no end to see the hubris that these people exhibit, that they just, you can see it almost come just leaking out of them as they talk. Uh, the, the arrogance, the hubris, the the pride, and One of the things that we can take comfort in is knowing that in God's own timing, whether it's within our lifetimes, within their lifetime, or or just ultimately at the very end of of, uh, the age, that arrogance and pride are going to be snuffed out. 
in the presence of God. We see this in verse 20 that David just says, basically, remind these folks that they're just men, that they're just, that they're so puny, that we're so tiny compared to you, God. And for those of us who understand that, it fills us with humility and it fills us with a desire to worship. But for those who approach God with some sort of uh, self uh, focus and, and arrogance and even narcissism, there is a honestly just a certain satisfaction that I think is going to come when it's all said and done to see that just totally misplaced pride put on display next to a perfect and just a, a huge God that we serve. And, um, and it'll be gratifying to see evil uh, dealt with, to see the injustices righted, and uh, to see wrongs punished, that no one will get away with anything, whether it's in this life or in the life to come. And so out of all this, I think this is a great devotional psalm for us to just remember that God is trustworthy. He has always kept his word, and we always have things to thank him for, that he is good. And so you and I can go to him with anything, and he desires to bless us and to show us that goodness. And that whatever you're facing, God will ultimately right every wrong, and he will make it right in the end. 